is Flames Talk with Pat Steinberg on Sportsnet 960 The Fan. All right, there are two things in Calgary Flames land that people are buzzing about in this market. Number one, are the Flames going to make the playoffs? Number two, when is Matt Coronado going to make his NHL debut? Let's get out of both of them. Uh, welcome to a little Flames Talk Extra. It's Pat Steinberg along with you, host of Flames Talk on Sportsnet 960 The Fan, and of course, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, would love it if you uh, go hit subscribe, Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon, or wherever you get them. Let's, um, let's start with that first question. Are the Flames going to make the playoffs? Well, after Tuesday's win over the LA Kings, which was a really solid win, and after Winnipeg, who is doing an elite job of tanking their season, um, all of a sudden, it feels a whole lot more optimistic in this market that, you know what? Maybe they will find a way to sneak in because Winnipeg is doing nothing to shut the door on this thing, and the Flames, well, they've won three of four, and that game against the Kings was really, really encouraging the way that they played. So let's bring Break it down. Flames have seven games to go. Jets have seven games to go. And the Predators have nine games to go. And three points separate the three teams. You've got Winnipeg at 85, Calgary at 83, and Nashville at 82. So you're talking about a an uphill climb for the Preds and the Flames. By points percentage, the Flames are 10th. And by points, the Flames are 9th. And Winnipeg is 8th in that final wildcard spot on both metric, metrics. So... The way things are trending right now, with the way Winnipeg is playing and the, the turmoil in that market, it, it feels like they're going to leave the door open for a little while longer here. They still have the hammers. They're still the one with the most in their control. Nashville's got the interesting thing with playing two games after Calgary's season is done. But for the Flames, they've got two head-to-head -head games with both of them. And for me, for the Flames to make the playoffs two things need to happen. Number one, Jacob Markstrom needs to continue playing the way that he has played of late since really the beginning of March when he's really started to put things together far more like what we're used to from him. And number two, they got to specifically win game 79, which is a heads-up matchup against the Winnipeg Jets in Winnipeg. It's going to be tough for Calgary. It's the second half of a back-to-back. -back. They play the Tuesday night in Calgary against Chicago and then fly to Winnipeg and have that game on the Wednesday night against the Jets. But two things for me, non-negotiable for them to get in. Markstrom continues to play the way that he has, and you win that game against the Jets and probably have to do it in regulation. But yes, I mean, the optimism in this city is higher than it has been. You go back like a week ago when the Flames lost a game to the Vegas Golden Knights and were six back, the optimism level then, not so high. Fast forward less than a week after a win over the Kings and the Jets losing that game to the San Jose Sharks. And yeah, the optimism a whole lot higher. I'd imagine in Nashville, the optimism pretty high there with the way things are going and them having the two games in hand on both teams. But yeah, the Flames have themselves a chance. There is a path to the playoffs for Calgary. Now they got to take care of business. And that game on Friday night, that is Calgary's next game, it's in Vancouver. That one's a little scary to me from a Flames standpoint. The Canucks are beating everybody right now. 
now. We're taking points off everybody right now. Rick Tockett's got them playing really strong hockey. They're playing loose. JT Miller's playing the best hockey of his season. Elias Pettersson's rolling. So it's just one of those circumstances that, yeah, that looks like a winnable or a beat a winnable game or a beatable team on paper, but the Flames have not won three in a row since December. They have not won more than three in a row all year long, so you cannot get tripped up against Vancouver and their script all year has been putting a good game or two together and then taking a step back that script has to flip they got seven games to go this might be their last opportunity to flip that script and this might be their last chance to be able to start to change the uh, change the narrative around this team we'll see if they can do it so that's question number one of course question number two is when is this man gonna make his NA NHL debut and that man of course is 2021 first round pick Matt Coronado the Flames signed Coronado over the weekend after his after his sophomore year at Harvard signed him to a, a three-year entry-level deal that has already kicked in and now you wonder when he's going to play and that's a fair question and I also don't know if it's going to be happening anytime soon. And I'm not trying to be a buzzkill either. It just feels like the way that Daryl Sutter goes about his business. And we know that this head coach is a guy that, uh, it, it as a young player, it takes a little bit longer to earn your stripes with head coach Daryl Sutter. And so, for instance, Jacob Pelche, who's a first-round pick from 2019, who has two almost two full years of professional hockey under his belt he sat for six of the last seven games as a healthy scratch with the Flames. Well, Matt Coronado's younger, has zero professional experience, and is coming out of a sophomore season at Harvard. And with so many games left that seem meaningful for the Flames, it just feels like they're going to wait a little bit to get this done. I look at it, I see a right shot, right winger with natural ability to score. And that is something that has all those things have been lacking for most of 75 games for the Flames this year. So for me, I'm like, what do you got to lose? Put him in, see how he does. I just am not anticipating that. I hope I'm wrong. And, and you know, I, I hope the read on that is incorrect, but it just feels like until the Flames' fate, playoffs or no playoffs, is really clear. I don't know if we're going to be seeing Matt Coronado in the lineup, but we'll see. And their next game is Friday against Vancouver. It just it 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 feels unrealistic that he'd be getting in anytime soon. Heck, as we're talking right now, he's only had one on ice session, and he's going to have his his first full practice with the Flames on Thursday morning at the Scotiabank Saddledome, and he's only had a morning skate prior to that. So it's going to take him a little bit of time to get up to speed. And here's the one thing I do know. If head coach Daryl Sutter sees in practice and believes that he is a guy that can help him and help the team, he'll put him in. It's just, I think, a little bit harder for a young player with so little professional experience or no professional experience in, in this case. It's a little bit harder for, I think, that player to convince the coach that it's time to put him in. Next game for the Flames is on Friday against the Vancouver Canucks. Uh, that is an 8 o'clock mountain time start. See if the Flames can avoid getting tripped up by a Canucks team that is absolutely rolling right now. Just as we wrap up this Flames Talk Extra, I want to give a uh, good little shout out to the Flames for Pride Night on Tuesday. Boy, did they do a great job with those jerseys. That's Rasmus Anderson on the left and Mackenzie Weger on the right. And um, 
I, I just thought that the, everybody wore the jersey. I know there's been some controversy on that, um, and, and it was good to see everybody wear the jersey, but you know whether it was the comments Uyghur made on Tuesday morning in the locker room, Rasmus Anderson put a tweet out there after the game Tuesday. Um, I just I, I really appreciated how the Flames helped move this forward for the, the entire conversation and there was no controversy around it everybody was on board and I just I thought it was really positive those jerseys are gorgeous they were designed by an Alberta an art, uh, Alberta artist by the name of Megan Parker uh, she kind of integrated some of the uh, Alberta flowers into the pride colors into that flaming sea and they look great those are actually available for auction right now on the Flames website and all the proceeds of Calgary's Pride Night warm-up jerseys are going to go Go to the CSEC Inclusion Fund, which uh, the Calgary Sports and Entertainment Corporation Inclusion Fund, which they launched about two years ago and trying to get you know, more diversity and more diverse backgrounds into the sport, into the Scotiabank Saddledome, watching the Flames, so on and so forth. And I just think it's important to um, to really underline some of the, the good things that have been done in this conversation, and the Flames definitely did that on Tuesday night and picked up their biggest win of the year against the Los Angeles Kings. So next up for the Flames, they play Friday in Vancouver. It's a quick one-off on the road. Then Sunday, they're at home to the Anaheim Ducks after that. It's that back-to-back that we talked about next Tuesday at home to Chicago and then that all-crucial Game 79 against the Winnipeg Jets, and that's on Wednesday night of next week. My name is Pat Steinberg. Flames Talk is live from 4 till 6 p.m. Mountain on Sportsnet 960. The fan, if you can't listen live, it's always available wherever you get your podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon. Would love it if you go hit subscribe. Would love to have you along for the Flames Talk ride. We'll talk to you next week on Flames Talk Extra. See where the flames are in this playoff mix the next time we talk.